0: Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. And welcome back everybody to PG D&D. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jefferson Beatty.
1: Joined by... Zane, I play Theseus. Matt, I play Duffels Great. Tyson, I play Alondros.
2: Shay, I play Thalassa.
0: Connor, I play Callan. Last time, you made your plans to sneak into the Kraken's grave, the secret hideout of Callan's old gang, the Overseers of the Lost. As you made your way swimming to it and entering through the cave system where they keep their boats. You found it surprisingly empty. There were only two people there, um, and Callan recognized one of them by the name of Cephas, a human man who resembled a rat, who was in charge of the import-export of the gang. Upon further investigation, Callan attempted to locate where care was, the leader of the gang, and sprung a trap that was a pitfall into what was a gelatinous cube at the bottom. He climbed out of the pitfall, uh, but because of the noise was discovered by Cephas and the other guard, and a battle ensued. Cephas threatened to blow the entire place by throwing a torch onto a pile of barrels filled with gunpowder, but that was quickly put out by Thalassa and a spell that she used uh, involving copious amounts of water. You then stopped the threat, tied both Cephas and the other guard up, and got information out of Cephas after killing the other guard by throwing him into the pit with the gelatinous cube. Cephas then revealed that the gang was disbanded and that many members followed the now second in command Minotaur Gore north to the minotaur lands of Scophos, where they were, and I quote, preparing for something there. He also said that um, Care had disappeared to somewhere he didn't know, and that was confirmed by Callan, who found a note in Care's office saying that he was waiting for him to come, and that answers will be found in Olantis. You investigated Callan's quarters, and Thalassa immediately recognized a statue in there that was of, uh, or that was made by her brother, Xander,
2: mm-hmm. right? Evander. Oh,
0: Evander, sorry. That was made by her brother Evander, pointing to a mysterious maserati looking sign
3: <laughs> on the wall
0: <laughs> um you touched that symbol and a secret passage opened which was a tunnel carved in the rock leading to a secluded secret grotto staring down into the deep pools you know that this is where care made his exit and that is where we left off well let's go in it.
1: there's no telling where this will actually lead to but we can at least assume He used to disappear a lot, and he used to just not be around, and now I guess we know, or I know, where he was going all this time. So this is either going to lead to somewhere immensely dangerous, or just to the surface. Or both. Or both. You can see that there is a little light
0: coming up out of uh, where this opening down into the water is. You can't necessarily tell where it's coming from. But there's a little bit of light
4: so we would we could assume that at some point this does reach the outside world like the surface area somewhere where it's sunlight or moonlight's coming it's through. salt water
0: it is yeah this is the ocean okay, okay. yeah <clears throat> um yeah roll me an insight check what's insight wisdom sorry what's our proficiency plus three. three plus three 21. 21. yeah you would absolutely assume that that would mean it would lead outside of this this island
1: rock complex. Okay. I feel partially responsible for bringing this all upon you, so I suppose I can take the lead. Um, Now, Theseus,
0: you can also assume that you don't know how long this tunnel
1: will be. Oh, yeah.
0: So... It's I use air to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Roll as, the dice. Hold your as, breath, human.
1: <laughs> you, you, as, as a suggestion, I
0: mean, Tom Cruise held it for six I, minutes. So, as a suggestion, you did get three scrolls of water breathing, mm-hmm. which we decided it's it's a second level spell scroll. It lets you breathe water as a, as if it is air for twelve hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You also <clears> have a swim feet, speed of thirty feet. So just a reminder for everybody, as far as underwater combat goes, mm-hmm. um, if you don't have a swim speed, I, I think it's pretty much covered since everyone has a swim speed. That most everything can be done normally, but there are a few things that are done with a disadvantage. The projectiles, projectiles, yeah. So a bow and arrow is a crossbow is um, anything okay. thrown, basically trident. But a trident is a spear isn't and a javelin. And no, like javelin isn't. Like yeah. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. And then regular is melee is the same. So
2: like my sling would be slow.
0: Correct. Yeah. It would be yeah. disadvantaged, basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. you said, sorry, just to make sure that but spears and like a trident spear, are yeah. aren't
0: affected by it. Correct, they can be thrown. They can be thrown. Yeah. 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 And javelins, I think. Uh no, I'll go ahead and
1: use it now. I might as well.
0: Alright. So you pull out, you go through your bag and you pull out your spell scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, You break, there's a blue seal on it. You break the blue seal, a wax seal on the scroll. And as you open it up and begin to read it, at first, it's not like words, Mm. right? It's like a a blue symbol that's on this piece of paper um, of which you don't recognize because you're not magically trained as far as uh, the arcane arts reading, right? right? Yeah. Um, But when when you kind of look at this and study it a little bit, the symbol begins to glow and then the scroll itself actually begins to turn into water, which then is absorbed by your hands and goes up your arms and into your body. And as you kind of look down and you kind of feel something happen and you begin to see your fingers get a little bit webbed in between in between your fingers. Ooh. Your toes through your sandals you see are a little bit webbed. They don't turn into fins but they just get a little more webby mm-hmm. um, than normally, and then you can feel coming in on your neck actual gills appear. Yes. Nice! That's cool! <laughs> so you can still breathe water, right. I mean air, you can still breathe yeah. air, right. but you now will also be able to breathe water. And you see also, um, not unlike tritons have sort of these fins that come off of their forearms a little bit, you see you, you have kind of elements of that on your forearms as well definitely not as pronounced mm-hmm. but you see those kind of effect and that that is what plus your your hands and your feet is what gives you your swing speed <laughs> 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 and then i'm assuming alandros and adelphos that you'll throw up your hoods
1: yeah yeah all right who goes in i will dive in all right i stand back and watch to make sure if there's any traps there's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that this tunnel. For was, everyone so, else's. I, I jump in, Theseus. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on.
3: Wait,
0: wait, everyone. Let's, Let's see that. what happens. Let's just. So, <laughs> so, so you look down into this tunnel, um, and it slopes down and then kind of turns upward just a little bit out of sight. And as you watch Callan go down into the into the dimly lit cavern, you see he does kind of make that swim downward and then a little bit up, and then his feet vanish. I'll go in. Alright. You jump in, same thing. Yep. I would follow after. Can <laughs> and then me next. When you go in, Theseus, it um is a strange feeling because you initially hold your breath out of instinct and out of um and out of necessity or from what you're used to as necessity. Mm-hmm. But then, so you, you begin, you jump in after Alondros um, and you begin swimming. And after a few um, paddles in the water, <laughs> you, you can it, it's okay. So as, as you're swimming, you hold your breath out of instinct. But then after a little while, when you would normally t- need to take a breath of air, you open your mouth and you feel the water breathe in and enter your lungs and initially you begin to panic because you're not used to this feeling. And as the bubbles begin to leave after a couple breaths, you then see no bubbles come out as you breathe in and out this water and you're perfectly fine.
1: That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I would like to do a backflip into the...
0: Uh, roll me <laughs> an athletics check or dex- dexterity, make it dexterity.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> Well, are sure you sure that dice doesn't have a magnet in it? Yeah, it? Yeah, that,
0: that was, was pretty <laughs> stuck. Just you know what, yeah. that, that was, was my awesome. first roll of the night, and it was an at 20. So actually. you, f- flawless form, you you put your your heels, dip them in the water a little bit, you don't throw your hood up, you backflip, and as you backflip, your hood <laughs> comes onto your head.
3: Sick.
0: <laughs> and then you land in the water, and nobody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's hilarious. But the viewers know. So as you yeah. are all,
0: as you are all swimming, this cavern is just big enough for individuals to swim. Are you swimming normally, or are you trying to swim stealthily?
1: Um, I want to swim stealthily, but using my dash. Okay, to that's fine. Kind of stay ahead. Yeah, so that's not very good.
0: And the idea of swimming stealthily is you you still have all of your equipment on you and it's attempting to swim with armor and weapons without it hitting other armor, you know, you're, you know things like that. Because yeah, you're in a motion that you're not used to. And the sound travels Straight harder. up and down, you might be lateral or diagonal and things like that. It makes sense. Um, what did you... 17. Were? 17, you were able to swim quietly okay. and you all look around and this is uh, volcanic rock like the island it was built on um, but you can't really tell if this tunnel was carved or created naturally but what you do see and what you do think is peculiar is the the multitude of life that is actually attached to these cl- uh, cavern walls there are many sea anemones you see bits of coral and even small fish that seem to be living in the cracks crevices and holes of the porous rock all around you and as you swim, Callan, you swim downward as you, after you go that initial up, the tunnel turns again downward and you begin to swim for about 50 feet and you see an opening at the bottom. Would you like to swim all the way down into the opening?
1: Uh, Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll swim down there.
0: Um, You swim down, and as you swim through the opening, it opens up into a cavern, not as large as the cavern was in the actual Kraken's Grave Island, but one that's probably about 20 or 30 feet um, in diameter in all directions. And as you swim in there and your comrades begin to file in uh, next to you, everybody can fit in there reasonably comfortably, you see that there are five exit holes in this cavern. The one that you just came from, one that is going straight up, one that is across from the one that you came from, and then two others that are on the right and the left of the one that you came from, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're kind of in this sphere cavern, and there are five, essentially, places you can go.
4: Could I maybe roll to see if, like... There's, like, weird moss growing on a certain direction to see, see if there's an, some
0: sort of something. Okay, roll me a perception check. Mm. That was a four. So, you can see in here that there is a little bit of light coming from the hole in the top, and you can assume based on also your inside world before, that that is where the like, natural light is sort of kind of lighting this cave.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, other than that, all specifically all the greenery and and the fauna and, and flora life that's around you, there's nothing that is really... And I'm just
1: probably not used to
4: growing it. Growing in days.
0: a certain way, yeah. I mean, right. you've been to the beach before, you live on the coast, you have seen like in tidal pools, mm-hmm. uh, sort of where all of these like colonies of, of life grows at, and this is much what that looks like. However, there's nothing that indicates a direction to choose. Correct.
4: Okay. Yep. But moss mos- always
0: t- points towards civilization. Yep, exactly. <laughs> there's, <laughs> no like for power lines. there's no Power lines. <laughs> there is no power lines. There are any <laughs> Ethernet cable. <laughs> Actually, is there, <laughs> this place has great Wi-Fi. You hear, you hear the slight sonar of a, of a Soviet submarine. We get pinged.
1: Boop. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can, um,
0: can so.
1: I, I want to reach into my bag okay. and pull out a little jar. I have a jar of ink for like an ink pen.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Can I open that and see if it will like flow in the direction... Or if there's a current being sucked. Oh, that's so cool. Dang.
0: That's cool. Never would have thought. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I
1: love it. Yeah. 200 IQ move. Roll me (laughs) a.
0: I don't even. That's so cool. I don't even think you have to roll for it, actually. Nice. So you take your, your ink out and you stop you you unplug the stopper in it. there's a little bubble that was trapped in there that rises to the top, and as you watch it, it goes out the the roof, again you can assume is where it's going
1: or I'll watch it all
0: so and the ink the ink is kind of stays there in stasis, and all of you, I assume kind of back up a little bit, put your backs to the wall to allow this to flow wherever, and it kind of as it suspends there in in the water begins to diffuse a little bit, and then as it does sort of diffuse in all directions, you see something catches it, and it begins to go in one direction, which is the tunnel that was to the left, if you were coming out of the one you came out of, mm-hmm. the tunnel to the left. Oh, so you can assume that there is a current that is pulling or pushing that's water out of that
1: way. Either a very good sign or a very terrible sign, but I say we go that way. I think Theseus should go first. <laughs> I strongly disagree with that. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, as, you, as you're it, over there, leave.
3: like I have
1: a new innate sense. <laughs> I can feel my gill senses tingling.
0: Yeah. So do you want to go down that pathway then?
1: Yeah, I will mm-hmm. begin to head
0: down. As you look down there, it does look pretty dark. Which I know you have dark vision. However, well, there are three um, others fine. that do. I have a um, drift globe. Okay.
2: We'll just can we use that?
1: Yeah. Okay. I have a candle of the deep. Okay. Question you have, though. Like, a yeah. Oh, I do. I do have a hooded lantern. Could could I put it in the hooded lantern and make it like
4: project more? Because I just have like a regular lantern. Would that What work? does the
0: hooded lantern do?
1: I think it, it allows you to control to make it yeah. like directional. Yeah, yeah to and it make just it projects it forward more than. Around, All around.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. So you could do it in like a cone shape in front of you to 60 feet, or you could do it in not 60 feet to 40 feet because candles are only 20 feet, I believe. So you can, yeah, if you put it in the hooded lantern, you could direct it in a direction in a cone up to 40 feet. Um, with beyond 40 feet being dim light for another 20 feet and then darkness. Um, or you can put it in a regular one, or or also you can have it on the setting where it just glows around you, which is 20 feet normally around you then 20 feet beyond that, dim light, then darkness beyond that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. Candle is deep. It can go underwater. It's just yeah. It's just a candle that works underwater. That's, sick. That's super cool. Do you have a way of lighting it
4: underwater? I yeah. I just press the ignition.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that, that works. That's sick. Yeah. So you pull out your candle, um, and it is a dark blue candle. Almost black, so how how blue it is, and you see like in it it's got like flecks of sea sand and seashells, just a little bit that's cool, nice, and then you put it in the hooded lantern, so what's the marching order, and who has is the gy go flowing you
2: yeahwasa yeah, okay, so I can be like in the middle
1: I'll go first, okay get dark vision? Sure. yeah maybe like fifteen twenty feet ahead of everybody okay. okay. I'll be second. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. The drift globe will help you with your light. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I can help some PCs out PCS in the here. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so I'll say with your light and the marching order it is, everybody can see 20 feet from them as if it's normal light. And then 20 feet beyond that up to 40 feet dim light. Okay. As long as you're not projecting the lantern right now. Like as long as it's just like a... Lantern. Yeah. It's yeah. like just a regular one. Yep. As you begin to go down this tunnel, you notice that it does get much darker and even cooler the temperature of the water and you can tell innately very easily Thalassa and Callan having been in the ocean many times you're swimming down a significant amount you're already about 50 or so feet under the water you're now pushing 100 150 feet and as you begin to go down um, you see that the tunnel begins to level out and there begins to be an opening where there's a, a little bit of light coming out Callan.
1: Um I will swim up to it and just kind of poke my head out do a 360 look
0: around as you do so you you see open ocean as you look out you see oh. in front of you <laughs> a vast dark emptiness with the fingered streaks of moonlight fairly penetrating this deep to allow you to see. Now you don't have much of a problem because you have dark vision, however, um, it it, it is pretty dark as of right now. Um, And as you begin to look up, you can see a slightly sloped, basically cliff face that goes nearly straight up, which you can assume is the western edge of this island. Mm. And it goes down into sand, there's now sand below you as you go out. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Callan swims out and your friends are not far behind um you are all now at the edge of this darkness and you can see that the s- that the sand that is now meeting the bottom of this large island is sloping also downward in the direction you're facing
1: um do we see anything in the distance or just it all kind of slopes towards It
0: all kind of slopes. You know that based on where the island is <clears throat> facing, that you are facing the shoals. That you're facing where the rocks
1: so that's where are. The good stuff's gonna be all the treasure. If that makes sense. Yeah. The dangerous no, it does. part and
0: how and the shoals the shoals are not dangerous because it is shallow water, the shoals are dangerous because there are shallow rocks
4: yeah. there. Where Even did... the
0: water is pretty deep. Where did
4: we park our boat?
0: On the other side of the island, the opposite side of where
4: you're at.
0: So you parked your boat between the island and the mainland. Because we knew those were okay. You're now on the other side of the island, facing open ocean into shoals, basically. Okay.
1: I'm just going to look around at everybody and shrug my shoulders and point in the direction that the, the sand is sloping down and continue on. Does everyone follow? Uh, Yeah.
0: You begin swimming down, and you begin to go deeper and deeper and deeper until there is no more light around you, not even from the moon that's casting its light into the ocean. And as you continue to swim deeper, 200 feet, 300 feet, 400 feet deep, you begin to feel the pressure of the water around you. Alondros, Adelphos, and Theseus. This is a foreign feeling to you. Something that is strange, it doesn't hurt you, but you can definitely feel the weight of the the water around you. And as you begin to swim down about 500 feet below the sea level, the sand begins to level out a little bit. And as you continue to swim, you begin to see things poke out of the sand. You see splintered wood, bits of metal, bone and as you continue to swim it gets denser and denser until finally almost out of nowhere coming from the darkness you see a large rock and a cluster of large rocks and you realize you've reached the shoals. And in between all of these large rocks you find an immense pile of broken ships bones, and bended metal. You have now reached the crack in his grave.
1: Can I look around and see if there's any movement or if there's any, like, wildlife or anything?
0: Yeah, roll me
1: an investigation check. Um, 18.
0: So, definitely different from the caverns you were coming from. There appears to be no life here the water is very still there seem to be no currents or effect of the waves from from the surface and all you see is just the all you see is just the scattered broken terrain <clears throat> sort of this boneyard of ships around you
1: like that seen from Atlantis that's yuri <clears throat> there is nothing moving it's very unnerving It's very quiet, too, very still. Well, I've never been this deep in the ocean, so I don't know what to expect. Generally, if there's not life around, not good.
4: Can I cast Minor Illusion to project, like, a small fish in the middle of this, like, weird rock
0: circle? Yes, yeah. Um, what does your fish look like? Um, picture, like, honestly, like, a little, like, dory fish is what I was picturing. Like, a
4: little yeah.
1: blue... Bright, blue fish. With, kind of a bright, with bright fish. Yeah. right
4: hmm
0: fin. Yellow fins on it. Yeah. And it has memories. Totally most. flat. So you watch it swim out there. Where do you direct it to go? Also, everybody place your characters it's out too, on the map. Two-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> totally flat. Just two-dimensional
1: fish. What, where's the...
0: So, the rocks are here, here, and here. I need to know the marching order. I would be somewhere up in the front. So, Cause I, or poking out because I cast the... Gotcha. And then we have...
2: Are you, like, swimming?
1: Yeah, where are you, Callan? Um, I would be a little bit closer to the group at this point. I would be within, like... Gotcha. I mean, I, I think I would get a, a lot closer...
0: To the group or to the
1: yes, to the group. Once I like started seeing that there's no life around, and we started getting in this graveyard of ships, okay. I would have got a little closer.
0: So you see this fish swim out, and there are four rock formations around here, with kind of one in the center, a smaller one, and um, that smaller one is kind of at the edge. Of this, of your light, it's it's p- right at the edge of the dim, dim-like darkness area, and as your swim, as your fish swims over to there, Callan, what is your passive perception? I'm only saying this because you are specifically looking for.
3: It is twelve.
0: Okay. Um. You see. And you catch this tooth loss uh, mm-hmm. something you don't know what something very well camouflaged up against this center rock move and then all of you see you hear sort of the, a high pitch noise for a split second then all of you see a bright light come from the direction of that center rock and the way you're set up here Londros. Right, kind of next to you is a Delphos, and then behind a Delphos kitty corner is Theseus. You see a lightning bolt. Oh, my God. Shoot, from the rock. It's going to be able to hit, I think, everybody except for you, Velasa. All right, so I need Alondros, a Delphos, Theseus, and Callan all to make dexterity saving throws. What's the... The save. The DC. Yeah. The DC is seventeen. Okay. Just so we know what to. Yeah. So everyone fails except for. Is right, this a uh,
4: magical effect?
0: This is not. Oh. So, uh, what did you all roll? Thirteen. For Callum. I got twelve. I got an eleven. Eighteen. <laughs> okay. So the only one that passed is Theseus. Theseus, you'll take half damage from this, Okay.
1: but you all... Question. Yeah. With, my shield, with my shield master feat, uh-huh. and it's a magic attack, wouldn't I... If if it's I not, pass... It's not magical. Oh, that's right.
0: And it, and it it's not an area of effect.
1: No, no, no. It's not... Uh, is it an area of effect or it not? It is not an area that's, of effect. That's fine. It's supposed to, like, if it's something that...
0: No, so your your shield master works if if there's an area of effect spell like fireball, or something like that, you can interpose your shield in between, and and if you pass, take no damage. And if you fail, take half damage. But this isn't an area of effect; it's just a straight shot of lightning that's like passing through people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you'll be taking half damage. All right, all right. So that's thirty-two, thirty-seven damage. Oh. From everybody. What? Oh, Fail. oh gosh. And rounded down, that's only seventeen damage for you, Theseus. Gotcha. And I need everybody to roll me initiative.
3: Woo! Oh. Oh.
0: Hot oh, dang. Oh, gosh. And you can't still can't quite see what, what is over you don't you don't know where it came from. You just know that there's something over there. Alright. Callum, I believe you first.
1: Okay, I am going to lift up my hand that has the symbol of Krufix on it, and I'm going to pull it down into my chest and cast Cure Wounds on myself. And that's eight points of healing. And then I am going to, I'm either going to die. I'm going to call it Bluff, because I think there's something else going on here. I'm not sure, but I'm going to swim straight towards it and dash straight towards it.
0: Okay. You are... And... You need to roll for your... Thirteen. All right, you're fine.
1: And as I take off running, I'm going to say,
0: Kraken!
1: And swimming... Yeah. No, I'm running on the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. You're going so slow. <laughs> yeah. No. So you so you start
0: swimming uh, towards it very quickly. Your feet moving fast. You find it very natural to be back in your mm-hmm. the place where you grew up. Your your habitat, and you make it over there quite easily.
1: And actually, no, never no, mind. I am so going to go say through. to the Kraken, if you will allow me. Okay. I am going to say we are not here to hurt you. We're looking for the Tinkerer. All right. And it can understand me. Because it's a sea creature. Yep. I can't understand it, but <laughs> it can understand me.
0: Alright. Next up is...
1: Not me. Hey, you're straight up, like, right the in its face. Of. Yeah, it's I have me. an idea of where this is, easiest. but... Oh. I'm not an that sure. That's why I said I'm... It's me? I thought you had no, 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 no. had so you you got got a 23? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, it's the loss oh. of...
2: I will definitely give myself 15 of healing from my laying of hands. And then kind of want to see what happens with what Kellen is doing. So I will just move kind of behind here.
0: So you swim and forward I- and you swim behind the, the smaller pillar that's yes, kind of in the, the middle of all these p- other ones? Yes, p- to
2: kind of not be straight in his in the sight of the kraken. Okay. Just kind of hidden a little bit. Alright. And that's it for
0: now. Okay. It is now the Kraken's turn. This is either
4: where
3: my story ends or I'm right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and the Kraken is going to try and hit you. Cool. And he it rolled a Non, that twenty
1: to hit. <laughs> get a die. It's attacking. count. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get grappled right here and die.
0: And you take six damage. Okay. Um. Are you dead? And you are grappled. Nice. Well, uh you're you are restrained during this grapple. Yep. Great.
2: It's breaking um, your ribs more.
0: And please roll me uh see if well, there's an action, so roll me your calm. Con first.
1: Natural 20.
0: Okay, now roll me a uh, strength. Saving through five. Yeah. <laughs> so as these tentacles wrap around you, you try and escape and you can't. And then the Kraken is going to move with Callan this way. Nice. Uh, and you see now, the three of you, as Callan just kind of swam towards this rock as quickly as possible, yelling Kraken in the water. You see coming off of the rock after Callan is snatched by this large tentacle, a massive creature dart towards you insanely fast. And it, one of them, one of its tentacles is going to reach out and try and attack Theseus. That is a non-nat 20 as well.
1: Do I get to... Uh roll to see if I attack it, considering it's going to grapple me. Can I use my pole arm to maybe like if I hit it, you know maybe I stop it or I don't know i'm not I know it's kind of a hairy situation, yeah. but it's kind of attacking me. It's entering my space
0: it it is not its tentacles are
1: right right right, but i mean yeah, I mean if someone reached out a hand not. to me to to grab me, I feel That's like, fair. like
0: okay, yeah, go ahead. you can see be it.
1: That's fantastic. Uh, uh f- Freaking six? No, sorry, seven.
0: So, as you s- stab your spear forward at this tentacle that's trying to grab you, it skitters off. It hits like these scales that are on the tentacles and like screeches and skitters as it moves off. Right. Um, and then you will take seven damage, bludgeoning damage and you are now grappled and restrained mm-hmm. and the third tentacle is going to reach out for you Thalassa. Mm-hmm. It only rolled 17 this time.
2: Mine is 17. So it hits. Yeah.
0: And you take three damage Okay. as another ten- third tentacle wraps around you, and you're being squeezed by it. Please roll me a strength saving throw, as well as you, Theseus. 16. 15. Alright, neither of you are able to escape its grasp. What's this thing? Right. All it, right. Wanting to kill us. it is now mm-hmm. your turn, like Theseus. Theseus. You're so you can't attack. Right, but I, all I can do is just try to break free. Pretty much,
1: yeah. All right. Oh, baby. Yeah,
4: A14. Nope. Did it do damage to Callie? Yeah, yeah, it did. When okay. it grafted.
0: Yeah. And then um, it is now Delphos' turn. You see in front of you your three companions <clears throat> grappled with this. Massive beast. You're about uh, 10 feet, about 20 feet away from it. Uh, conflicted on what to do. It's Run t- away! <laughs> I'd say, because if I attack it, then it's probably not going to do damage. I'll just bounce off its scales. You don't know. Unless you try it. If I get too close, I'll probably grapple me. I'm just going to prepare an action. What action are you preparing? Like, if it tries to reach out for me, could I, like, try and block it with my sword? So, dodge action? Yeah. Yeah. Or attack it? Yeah. Well, you mechanically, he's preparing a dodge, dodge action, which will give the Kraken disadvantage on attacking him.
3: Because
0: mm. the way you're describing it is you're trying to block him, essentially mm-hmm. keeping him from grabbing yeah, like, you. Okay. All right. So, you stay there. You pull out your long sword and your short sword, and you kind of floating in, in stasis in this water are, are preparing yourself for it to grab you. It's now your turn, Alondrus.
4: I'm going to see this craziness, and I'm going to cast hypnotic Pattern. Right there. Okay. Um, on the Kraken. On the Kraken.
1: Right. No, he casts it on us. He says, yes! Yes, my
4: bet! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> <Kill> <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, it might get you guys, depending on... So, because f- it's three-dimensional, I'll say that you don't cast it above the Kraken, but you cast it around the Kraken. Kay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um And your DC is what? What saving throw is it? A Wisdom Save DC 17.
4: And All right, And... I would also like to use, before you say if I hits or misses, kay. I'm going to use Bardic. Okay. To give him or it a minus D eight, so minus six. So essentially so it has DC twenty three.
0: All right, the spell fails. Wow. Because of legendary resistance. Yeah. Oh Alright. I also wanna move back here. So you swim back in the treat quite a ways. Callan, uh, it is now to top. Uh, it's now your turn to be grappled by this and are strained by one of these tentacles.
1: Ugh. This sucks. I'm just going to take funny. my rapiers and try and stab it, dude. I'm
0: gonna... You're all straight, so you can okay. attack. It's
1: just disadvantage. Okay, I'm going to try and attack it. Roll me your constitution saving throw first. 19. Alright. That probably doesn't hit. 12. No. And 23.
0: 23 does hit.
1: Do I get sneak attack? Because I have... If I'm solo fighting a creature, I don't get it. Because I have disadvantage.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But, but because you have a frame within Because I have an it, ally
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any stipulation That the ally has to be unrestrained So okay. I would say yes, you get sneak attack <laughs> on it Yeah,
2: two allies what?
0: Double sneak attack
4: <laughs> I'm double sneaky
1: 21 points of damage
0: The first Your first rapier <laughs> Oh, We're to strike at this tentacle that's around you. Are you going for the tentacle or the main body? Of going the, for the tentacle. As you stab those. at this tentacle that's on your body, um, your first rapier clanks against it and skitters off again. And it does make an actual clanking noise. And then your second, ten, your second rapier, you're able to stab into um, the tentacle. But you're surprised because... Rather than feeling it stab into something fleshy, you feel it basically find an opening and then all of a sudden enter in real quickly, like it entered a, a cavity inside that opening. And then as you pull your rapier out, you see some sort of coil or wire come out with your rapier and is now protruding out of the tentacle.
3: Okay. Maybe you're right. <clears throat> It's a robot!
1: I didn't think it was real. I thought it was an illusion, though. Is that it for you, Callum? That would be my turn. All right. Velasa, it's your turn.
0: He's writing this story. That's how he knows. (laughs) (laughs) Velasa, it's your turn. Yeah, why
4: are you guys always surprised?
2: Okay, so I can attack it.
0: You can, just with disadvantage.
2: okay. I'll I'll try to hit it with my scimitar, but can I also thunderous smite it? Yeah. Okay.
0: You cast thunder smite on your scimitar? Yeah.
2: So when if I hit then Absolutely. You said disadvantage?
0: Yes. And you do have two attacks now.
2: The first one is Eight. It's a miss. 23.
0: That's a hit. Sweet.
2: So then.
0: You essentially, you get to roll 3d6. Oh, okay. 2d6 thunder damage, 1d6 for your rapier. I need mean, your scimitar.
2: 10
0: damage total. Plus your modifier. Oh.
2: Plus 13. Okay. 13
0: damage total. You raise your scimitar you, as you do you see the water almost gets denser around it as you uh, cast thunder smite on it, right? You see the the water around it almost condenses around it, making it even heavier in your hand and with the aid of of the current behind you, you swing down and it clanks and you kind of hear this hollow as you hit it and then you bring your arm up and you bring it down again onto this tentacle and it makes this loud concussive force and everybody here hears it and it is so strong and so powerful that it almost knocks you all back and pushes you back as, as the sound wave moves through your body and as you do so you see uh, where you hit with your sword rather than there being a cut on uh, flesh you see that there is a large indentation into the tentacle where you hit
2: Can I, like, see the creature's eyes, where I'm being held?
0: Um, you, it's holding you kind of up and behind itself, as if to keep you out of the way from wherever it's going. Um,
2: Can I, from where I'm being held, can I see, like, a weak spot?
0: So you can't see a weak spot, but you do see that where you're familiar with, with ocean creature's eyes. You, you can kind of see, even though you're a little bit behind where its head would be, you can't see where its eyes are located. And rather than like a fleshy, moving eye, you, it appears to be a, an omnidirectional piece of glass okay. connected with various brass fittings. Okay. It is now the Kraken's turn, and it is going to swim forward with everyone still held in its grasp. And it's going to try and attack you, Adelphos. Okay, let's do this. It's with disadvantage, because you rolled the dodge. First one is a 26. Second one is a 16 to hit. I have 18. Alright, it's going to use one of its other attacks to try and grab you. And that's a 10, it misses. A 10 and a nat 20, but... And it is going to move around you like this. it's trying to take us somewhere. And it's going to reach out. I'm trying to attack you, Alondros. That is a twenty-three to hit. You are grappled. no way does that hit me.
4: <laughs> so wait, what do we
0: decide for the dodge? It's it, your whole it's turn until okay. the beginning of your next turn. You are grappled and restrained, you take eleven points of damage. Singing a
2: song, maybe we'll
0: stop. It is now your turn,
3: Theseus. <gasps>
1: <clears throat> I will try to break Toledo. free. All right. Oh yes. A fifteen.
0: Nope. doesn't do it. I'm sorry. Oh, do I get two chances? No. No. Just cool. one. Just one to try and escape. i And even with, even yeah. if Thalassa was close enough, which she's not, with her aura, it still wouldn't have been enough. Yep. All right. You remain grappled as this. Beast is continually squeezing you. All right, Should Adelphos, it it's your turn.
1: Yeah, I think it would be resistant, technically. I mean, if it's made of electricity. Right. Am I? Am I next to it?
0: Yes, you are yeah. right next to it. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna attack it twice. All right.
0: Or yeah. er, before I do that, i putting away my short sword. Count as an action. Nope, free action.
1: Okay,
0: you're gonna attack it double-handed.
1: Yeah. That sword twice. Yeah, double hand this fool.
0: You stow your short sword. Double hand your 26. Long sword Twenty-six hits roll again. Roll your other one right now. Twenty-six. 26. Again. Oh, hits. Crap. So now roll your d10 twice and add your modifier twice.
1: Going. Delphos isn't gonna come crack become tra- crackin' chum. Fifteen damage.
0: That's still a lot. You slash it in its main body, and similar to what your friends have experienced, rather than your sword slashing against something fleshy, yeah, it just clangs on it, and it makes this loud clang. And you can see through the scales, that almost appears like plating that's overlapped one with another. And where your sword hits, kind of got stuck in between where the two plates overlap. And as you, as it pinches with attention, you rip your sword out. Again, you see more wiring and coils kind of pop out from where your sword was. Like goes. dragon scale Yes, but these plates are much larger, like the size of a person almost Whoa. on 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 the actual large body of the kraken. All right, Alondros, it's now your turn.
4: I am going to <clears throat> take an action to do what's called universal speech okay which means that um i pick six creatures that can understand and they just understand me oh wow um so i'm i'm gonna do it okay to get it to understand me and then i think i'm gonna leave it at that because i've got stuff in the future that also take actions. I have to do, but has to understand me.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna do that. I have to cast spells on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> that's smart. That's wise. Hey, that's a good move. Um, Does that require any sort of concentration? No. Okay. It's just a. And it lasts for. For an hour. hour. Gotcha. Is that for your laundress?
4: It hasn't since picking up everyone. It has not hurt them further. Correct.
3: Correct.
4: Okay.
1: Then that's gonna be it.
0: Alright. Alright, Callan, it's your turn.
1: Um, I'm just gonna take swipes at it again. I'm right. Stab down into this tentacle that's wrapped around me. 16 for the con check. Oh my gosh, dude. 12 again on the first one, and 18 on the second one. The second one hits. Okay. 13 points of damage.
0: You, in the same cheek where you'd stabbed your blade originally, you try and stab it once, you barely miss, it skitters off, you try and stab it again with your other rapier, and it does go in, and you kind of, and now that you kind of know what's in there, you stab your blade into it and kind of twist it around to see if you can do as much damage as you can while it's in there. Rip your blade out, um, and you see now it's beginning to leak some sort of substance. You can tell it is not blood, though. It is dark in color. It seems to ooze out and not. It appears hydrophobic. Ew, you guys made me eeem. <laughs> okay, okay. It's that's my turn. Okay, it's your turn.
2: Uh, can I... I don't know if I can do this. Can I misty step?
3: Yeah, you absolutely can misty step.
2: Okay, can I misty step? But I want to go right in front of his eye and try to stab it with my
3: trident.
1: Trident.
0: And... Okay.
1: okay. Misty stamping, thats a—that was a, a really good action. idea.
0: If if misty step is a bonus action, it's then a you bonus can. Action. It is.
4: Yeah. All right. That was what I <sighs> I asked. It hasn't hurt anyone. If you, you would have said that it did, then I am like, yeah, it.
0: You misty but. step. You misty step. You blink. Out of, well, you don't blink, but you misty step out. You can blink because of Philos's blessing. Right. But you misty step, you appear right up in front of its face, which now you can see are these two domed glass protruding what appear to be eyeballs. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you're going to try and stab it. Oh, yeah. All right.
2: Yup. That's just a 10.
0: Miss. You have another attack, though, if you want. 22? That's a hit. So, 6. You stab into the glass, and you see it cracks a little bit. Hairline fractures that kind of go around the left eye. And it is now...
2: And then can I, like, swim away? Or I don't have any more speed, huh? No, you do. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you've got 30 feet of swimming. Where, which direction do you swim? Um, you're actually, up in front of its face right here, so you can either go 15 feet down to the seafloor or any direction. I just don't up. want to be
2: in his direct line of sight.
0: Okay. So you're going to turn. You can either swim up, right, or left.
2: I'll swim above him.
0: Okay, so how far do you go upwards? Uh-uh.
2: Just enough that I'm. he's not staring directly at me. All right. Like, five, ten feet.
0: Okay. Uh, it is now the Kraken's turn. Kraken is going to try and grab you Adelphos. 16 hit. Does a twenty one hit? Uh maybe. Alright. And you take eight damage. And then you see one, it begins to swim and chase you. And we'll try and grab you with one of its tentacles. You can't see me? It saw that you swam up. Grabbed him, it's just going to look up and swim after you. Okay. And that is a 19 to hit. Yeah. Alright. And you take 11 damage. And as you're grabbed by this final tentacle, you're jerked down from trying to swim up. And it now has all five of you in its grasp. And is going to going to start swimming opposite the direction that you all came from, and it is your choice if you'd like to continue combat as far as if you want to try and escape or hit him as as you are being taken somewhere, or you can choose to do nothing and see where you go. It's up to you.
1: Can I cast
0: detect magic? You can.
1: Is it magical?
3: It's not. Hmm.
1: I just stay with it. Yeah, okay. go with the flow.
0: It's more—it's more like a group and it's thing, not right? Like
2: an animal, right? It's no.
1: like a machine, clearly. Yeah. Yep. I guess we kind of stuck in this now, huh?
4: Yes, it is either. Taking us somewhere to eat us or hopefully seeing as its nature to to see the the tinkerer. But we didn't want to go out like this. I hate the deep
1: water so much.
0: <laughs> you can't swim. Just kidding.
4: Yeah, exactly.
0: As you swim through the wreckage, you swim deeper and deeper. Uh, through these shoals and you do notice that even though the shoals continue around you that the ground itself descends into even deeper ocean until you guys are now several hundred feet below the surface and oh the shoals open up into a small clearing if you could call it a clearing at the edge of a drop-off that drops down off into absolute nothingness and you see at the edge of that drop-off um, there are several things protruding from the ground, and you recognize that there are bones here, but rather than being bones of individuals or the skeletons of ships that have fallen, you see a massive skull Ooh. in the shape of a kraken skull. Oh, you see various ribs protruding, off, of, also half buried in the ground, um, mixed with a bunch of other bones. But around this, you see several smaller pillars of rock spewing a dark substance into the water. And as you begin to get close, it passes the skeleton and takes you near these vents. And the water around you begins to heat up. Hmm. And I need everybody to make a Constitution saving throw. Let's do this.
1: It's worse. This Not is 20. it, we're gonna die. I'm gonna cook to death.
0: <laughs> Who got above a ten?
1: I did. I got in that twenty. All right. Yeah, it must feel nice. And did you
0: get below a ten, Callan?
1: How far away is he from me?
0: Callan? Hmm? He was within. I'd say everyone's within 10 feet. ten
1: feet of you. 10. Plus two to it. Did did plus, 10? 10? plus two help. It makes takes me to eleven. But I'm.
0: Then yeah. yeah. Then that's perfect. Nice. So yeah. it begins. I it got you, Callan.
3: Twenty-seven. Begins, it begins
0: it begins to get very hot around you but you all are able to sort of withstand this heat and you can see that the water uh is moving faster uh, under the under the heat from these vents that are spewing out you're about 10 or 15 feet away from these vents and you see the beast stops with you and its tentacles in front of it between it and between it and the vents and you can hear something come out of it as if a speaker coming out and at first it sounds muffled can you understand what it, things say alandros When you cast, Alandris, will you cast that spell or can it only understand you, you understand me. all right um i could guess another spell that makes me understand it so the three of you alandros adelphos and theseus do not understand what's being said however philosophy and Callan, you recognize this as your native Triton language, which is abyssal, <clears throat> um, sort of this deep, ancient language. And you hear um, the sound as if coming from some sort of device or speaker, kind of static and far away. You hear it say, What business do you have here in the land where ships are lost?
3: We're looking
4: for the Tinkerer. Why? Why are we looking for the Tinkerer? I know. he, I know knows, Atlantis. he knows where are is. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, we're looking for Atlantis. Then you are looking for your doom. He begins to extend his tentacles closer to the vents. Everyone roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, crap. Everyone gets to add four because they're within both paladins. Except for the paladins, each of you only get to add two.
3: I have thirteen. Okay.
0: Twenty-seven. Okay.
4: My gosh! Eight. Okay. Eighteen plus four plus five. Uh, okay.
1: Twenty-six.
0: All right. <clears throat> um, the score to beat was twelve. So. Was um, for those who got lower than twelve, <clears throat> you take um three. I'm not gonna say fire damage because this is not fire, Good. but heat, heat, heat damage. Damaged. Yeah.
1: As, As we get like thermal, closer, do we like hear the like humming yep. from the heat? of the... Oh
0: yes, definitely so. And the, the water gets cloudier and cloudier.
4: So these are thermal vents?
0: Yep. And you are actively being pushed closer to these vents.
1: Um, we're not looking for Atlantis to plunder its treasures. We're looking to find her dad. And I motion over to Loss. Don't take care. <laughs> no, don't. They might not
2: like it.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, Atlantis is a forsaken city. There is a reason why the gods struck it down. It is better left <clears throat> at the depths of the ocean.
4: We would not seek it if we did not
0: have to. And you see, the, the glass eyes kind of turn to you. Who speaks to it in common mm-hmm. and it understands you no matter what? Okay. Um, and you see, it speaks to you in common. And he says, Peculiar, a satyr joining in the venture beneath the waves, same as the humans. I would not expect you who dwell on land to understand the gravity of what you look for. Clearly, you don't understand the gravity of the situation we're in. You see the tentacles stop. You are closer to the vent, so everybody roll me a Constitution saving throw. But you're not getting closer right now.
1: Can it be- understand? Can it understand us? I yes. wasn't speaking because yeah, I assumed. It, yes, it, it can. Okay. It can understand
0: you? Yeah. The score to beat is fourteen. I got to, fourteen. Don't forget to add four to everything that you have. Other than paladins, only get to add two. That's fine with me. Um, did it, whoever who beat a fourteen? Oh dude. What if
1: I got fourteen? That
0: beats it. Tiger's a okay. runner. Did you guys you beat, did. beat 14? Yeah. She oh, didn't. No. didn't? Philossa, you take
1: Does she get to add plus two? Because yeah.
0: Oh
2: I got she... three. It's fine. Oh one. yeah. Three.
1: You're done for. Yeah. yeah. Alright.
0: Get... So Felossa, you take three heat damage. Okay. As you're getting closer to the vents. He stops. And he says. What do you mean? the gravity of the situation you're in. I'm intrigued. I take a deep breath in, getting ready to explain everything in my usual childlike way. Well, so, there's this girl, right? And no, her it name's be Lassa. interesting. And... The tentacles and start moving slowly <laughs> nah. towards them. And... Her name's Velasa, right? That's her over there. I mean, Say hi. Um, and so, her dad is like... Well, we think it's her dad, and... The tentacles are moving, so okay. and we're, we're trying to we save have to the fight, world we, have to, stop, fight please. Him and we have to save if, the world we're gonna we can die if we are gonna die and let us
1: die in Atlantis. And you see the tentacles stop
0: and could you back it up a little? <laughs> it's getting real hot. Your father, what is his name
3: Doug.
1: Kevin Steve what
0: was his name again?
3: <laughs> some
1: normal name.
2: well my father was always neverest to me
0: and you're certain he's found Olantis
2: that is what all signs point to
0: what are your intentions with him when you find him
2: he's my father
0: what are your intentions with him when you find him
2: That will be determined upon the actions I discover when I meet.
0: you see the Kraken begins to swim away from the vents towards this large, massive um, Kraken skull, and as you swim nearer to it, you realize that this Kraken is carrying <sighs> to you is about half the size, not about it's about, it's about the same size as the skull itself, so you get wow. the idea that. The regular Kraken is much, much larger than whatever this machine is. And you realize it is a machine because as it settles on the ground near where the skull is, the tentacles release. And then you see a bunch of the plates on its chest, all individually open. And you see inside, sitting in a chair, surrounded by levers, pulleys, and wires... Um, you see a triton with a brass monocle. And he swims out. My name is Galaton, the tinkerer. You have 10 minutes. And then you see he swims to one of the eye sockets of the skull and swims inside. I'll follow.
1: Have we been let go of yes, the tentacles? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll
0: swim over there. Yep. Galaton. Galaton, the Tinker. Oh, yes. Thanks. Galaton! As you swim into this Kraken's skull, you see it is filled floor to ceiling with brass instruments, many of which you can't even imagine to know the function, as if. All this individual does is create throughout all hours. And whatever he creates, he stacks until it has built up into this menagerie of, of different gadgets. Half-finished projects. You see uh, a myriad of of other sea creatures in animatronic form that are half-formed um, and tucked away. You see a small area where he sleeps. Um, and as well as there uh, are other writings and things, uh, whatever walls of this skull are not covered in these brass and bronze gadgets. You see there's writings all over the ceiling in uh, Abyssal and many multiple languages. You recognize even some uh, languages uh, of common and um, even some more foreign languages that you've only seen in the University of Alondros um celestial you recognize and other things just half sayings equations things written everywhere and you see he swims in and uh, goes up to a small uh, workplace where there are some tools there hand tools and you see he begins tinkering with something and he says there are only eight minutes remaining why are you looking for atlantis who sent you what's your purpose in finding it What are your intentions after finding it? He doesn't look up from working on whatever he's working on.
4: The god Krufix sent us.
0: You see you say that and he just keeps hinkering, seems unfazed.
4: We're going there as a step in the long journey that we are on
1: to rid this world of a great evil. Somebody is trying to erase Clothis from...
3: History books.
0: And you see he stops when you say that. He turns and he says, really interesting. And you see he begins to sort of swim around his uh, space uh, looking for something.
1: Yes, they are. Her power is weakening more and more. And there are creatures that have not been around, at least in my lifetime, that I've never heard of. And they are popping up. Everywhere. And you see, he continues looking and he says,
0: Who is trying to erase her?
1: The one we know of right now is a Leonin named Abdo, but who's to say that he's the top of the line? He's just the face of it. That we know of. That we know of.
0: And you see, he finally finds what he's looking for a small brass shark. But it's, there's something different about it, and you recognize that it looks exactly like the monster that you fought after receiving your visions out in the ocean. And he says, like this. was one? Did one of them look like this? Exactly. Yep. Yes. And you see he continues to swim and look around. And as he's doing so, he's kind of swinging past you, brushing past you quickly in this cramped, tight space. <clears throat>
1: Do we get a couple extra minutes while you're looking around?
0: He says, yes, yes, I suppose that's only fair. Now... He says, that you still haven't explained why you need to go to Atlantis in order to achieve your goal. You've only told me that you were trying to prevent Clothis from being disappeared. Your father is in Atlantis. What is the connection?
1: That's a good question. I'm looking at my notes and I don't really know. <laughs> um. Isn't <it>? Apollonia?
3: <laughs>
0: So, no, so you,
4: we're where
1: you have you
4: have no connection. <laughs> yeah. no, no connection. Dude, the connection is, is honestly connection just, is, its just her father. Yeah, and we're going there. I mean, to tie things up and to essentially get the people off our backs. Yeah. So, yeah. so the so, the question is—is is is this
0: it. right? But at this point, you can basically what he's asking is—he's like, "Okay, hey, well, you've told me like your big quest. Like, why is it connected? Mm-hmm. And your choices—you can either try and connect it, or you can just tell the truth and say
1: that's not. Finding Orlantis is not directly tied to saving the world. We don't need anything from Ollantis.
2: I need to find my father.
3: Our yes.
1: father has lived sort of a double life. <clears throat> and is currently hunting all of us to try and get her back. For what reasons he's in Orlantis, we are very unaware of.
0: So we're trying to contact him to make sure that we can actually... Finish this mission. And you see, finally, he goes, Ah! Yes! And you see he's holding in his hand a, a small brass key. And he kind of swims down near where you all are. Motions to you, uh, Alondros, to, to get your lantern. And um, I, I would hold it out. And he says, Finally, the truth. Those things are Hard to find sometimes, but always valuable when you tell it. Thank you. He looks at you, Callan, and he looks at you, Thwasi, and he says, it's strange, though Thassa is the goddess of change, the ocean is vast and ever-changing, there is something in it that is constant, and I found has always drawn our people to its deepest mysteries. The same can be said of family. A longing to be with your kin is powerful. He says now, as far as your father goes, a number of years ago, there was a triton that found this place. And just as I have done with many others before and after him, I protected Olantis' secret for fear of the same tragedy happening again. I suppose that's why I'm still around. The curse that God gave me does have a benefit to it. But just before his perishing moment, I gave heed to what he was saying. And he convinced me to show him the way. And I've regretted it ever since. I fear that he has told, and showed many others. And I'm not sure what purpose or why he wanted to or needed to know, but it could be for the worse.
1: Do you remember this individual's name?
0: Yes. He was that fellow in, in charge of the leader of, of those wretched overseers. It took place in the lighthouse. I believe his name was Care. If this is your father, I would... Do all you can to prevent whatever it is he's trying to do in Olentis. For I believe nothing good can come of it. He's not your father. I would ask you to do the same. However, I know that it is a lot to ask others to fight your battles. The gods do it, and I'm not a f- fond of that method. However, I may be willing to show you how you may find Olentis, if only... For you to get back to your mission at hand, which is far, far more important. On the condition you swear never to reveal its location to anyone else, nor try to use its power in any way.
1: Do you swear to it?
3: I do. I swear. I swear.
0: I will need more than just that. Whatever God you worship, whomever you pay homage to, I need you to swear to them. Upon your own life.
3: I swear
1: on my life.
0: <clears throat> oh my god, Kruvix. And as you do so, you hold up the back of your hand, and it kind of glows in recognition of this oath. You now, now know that you were bound to it.
2: I swear on my goddess, the and my life.
0: And you see the little pendant of Thossa's symbol, which is waves around your neck. I'm assuming you have one. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, begins to glow a bluish color. You feel the same.
4: I swear on my life by uh, the name of the goddess Safara. Do you have a certain symbol that you
0: carry with you? Um.
4: Maybe like a ring.
0: Alright. You see the symbol on your ring begins to glow. It is the same? I swear on my life and on my faith that I rose.
3: And you see your sword glows a bit. And I swear on my life by my god as well. And you can feel
0: underneath your shirt. The minotaur septum ring begins to to sort of glow and and weigh heavy on your neck. Hashtag not evil. Can what?
4: Would I be able to see the glow of his?
0: Um, yeah.
4: Just, I would, I was waiting for him to say a name, so Uh, I would be actively. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Um, he does have his uh, family ring on that necklace, as, as well as an ear. So can you okay. any of those? Three? Yeah, the ear okay. glows. <laughs> the ears glow. The ear
1: throbs.
0: No, just,
4: <laughs> just because the Alondres... so bur- ears are burning. Laundress <laughs> is curious to his
0: his state. So, says very well. Before I reveal to you the location, I'll tell you why it is important. You get back to your original quest. You see he holds out this this brass, bronze, sort of tarnished shark and he says, Pretend this shark is the gods. And he kind of lets it go and it sort of slowly sinks and does nothing. You see he then takes the key. You, you see it, uh, a hole in the back that you didn't notice before, and he winds it up. And then as he releases it, it begins to swim forward. The tail begins to move back and forth as it kind of swims in a direction until the key stops turning and then it stalls and begins to sink again. He says, God's Though powerful, do get their power from a source. If that source is cut off, their power wanes. Just as this toy <clears throat> receives its power from the key turning. Once the key stops turning, or if there's no key at all, there is no motion, there is no movement. Same is with the gods. belief, that is the key that turns the gods' motion. If it is true in what you're saying that this individual is attempting to erase Clothis from the history books, that will mean the foundation of her power, built upon belief in her, will begin to crumble. It is not easy to take that away from a god, but it is also not easy to build it back up. Do you
3: know why they would have picked Clothis particularly? The myth states that
0: she bound several of the worst beasts in the underworld with herself, and is keeping them down there by her power alone. I suspect if she were to lose it, all those beasts run rampant. They're large and as you know, difficult to kill. If that is this individual's intention, I can only assume that. If there's another reason I'm I'm not sure. All I know is that you need to stop them. Each god, though difficult sometimes, and though Hard to understand has its place, though the way they seem to run here is often cold, bitter, and, well, let's just say, without joy or much reflection on humanity, it keeps our world patched together a necessary evil.
1: Did Heliod smite Olantis because
3: they began to dwindle in their belief, and if it would have spread to the rest of the world, they would have ceased to exist? Was it purely selfish on their part?
0: Though it may have been self-preservation, it preserved the world. So yes, Atlantis was very advanced, more so than you have ever and will ever see in your lifetime. That machine out there, that pales in comparison to what we were able to build. Forgoing the need of magic and instead harnessing energy, as it is given to us from the earth. We weren't dependent on gods or power or anything outside of what we couldn't make with our own hands. We didn't need the gods or so we thought.
3: Well, I feel that Heliod
1: smiting down Atlantis is their way of giving the rest of humanity the crutch which is the gods, without, in the sense that, with the power that Atlantis had,
3: they wouldn't need the gods anymore? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: I suppose. However, I'm unsure what would happen to existence itself if the gods were to go away. No one knows. No one can know. Although it seems someone is trying to find out. And that is why that must be stopped. I think now is when I lead you to Atlantis,
3: No.
1: One more question, Uh, Tinkerer. You said you were cursed by the gods? Yes. For what reason, exactly? Because you avoided your punishment. I mean, especially considering, I mean, you're one of the only people that know where Atlantis is, and it's the one place the gods probably doesn't, don't
3: want people to find.
0: I was the only one on that island who believed the gods
3: could destroy us.
0: The others thought they were smart enough, that their machinery was advanced enough, that nothing could harm our sacred home. So I tried to warn them they wouldn't listen. When I knew Judgment Day was finally on us. I had made preparations,
3: an escape.
0: And I fled, but you cannot flee further than the gods can reach. As a reward for still believing that they were more powerful than my civilization, they let me live. for relying on the talents of my own hands to escape their judgment,
3: they cursed me to live forever.
0: And at first I thought it was a bane and I did all I could to end it, but I realize now it is to protect Atlantis's secrets, keep others from finding it, and ensure it doesn't rise again. Which I will continue to do. Until the end of time. Unnecessary
3: evil. It's the unfortunate duality of the gods. You're the only one to believe in. <laughs> You're the one who has to get punished. Seems contradicting. But our world is full of contradictions. It is, and you're the best man for this job. As much as I'm sure you don't want to hear that.
0: I see he kind of bows his head in shame and sorrow a little bit. He lifts it and he says, Well, I suppose now is when I give you what you need to find where you're going. You see, he begins to rummage through his vast collection of items again. And you see, as he begins to talk, he pulls something small, um, out of a small drawer tucked away behind some things. And he says, now, uh, there's two two parts uh, to to this contraption, to this device, in finding Olantis. Um... And I hope I have the other part. Uh, look around, everybody, if you would. Um, you're looking for a weapon of of sorts. Um, it's a it's a blade uh, at both ends, with, with its handle in the middle. You'll know it when you see it. Uh, please, everybody, uh, begin looking around. Is
2: it a topple?
0: You see, he freezes a and what? he turns to you. Oh, pardon me. What? What? What was that?
2: Is it a topple?
0: Yes. Yes. How, how do you know what that is?
2: My father gave me one.
3: Right. May I see it?
2: Uh, yes. It would probably
1: be in the bag of holding. Was yeah. running around with the freaking key to Atlantis? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't have
0: one.
2: He well, yeah.
0: And you go to the bag of holding and you pull out your topple. Yes. A. Uh, it almost looks like a bow but rather than being made of wood you see that it's made of sharpened coral with a handle in the middle um, and used more of like a, a bow staff and he says ah, so your father is care
3: I gave this very
0: topple to the man who was the only one allowed to find Atlantis well and you see um, says, may I yes you hand him the topple and he says now when our ancestors were navigating the sea he says to you too he says that was before Nyx and the stars really were depended on for travel It was hard to get around in the open ocean, know where you were going. So we developed this technology that if you inserted this and you see it holds up a small crystalline object which none of you have ever seen before. Foreign to you. It looks like a form of crystal but not any sort of pressure stand that you've ever seen before in your lives. It glows sort of an aquamarine purple color. He says... Now, if you put this here, and you see a small compartment opens in the handle of the blade and closes it. He said, this will guide you home. You see, as you do so, the blade begins to light, uh, fill with light, as if two flashlights pointing out either end. Um, And as it does, uh, it sort of begins to uh, glow in a line. And you see that that faint line is pointing out in a direction away from the uh, skull. Okay. And you see kind of no matter where you turn this, the line always kind of points in that direction. Does that make sense?
3: Six. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Is it far ways away? <clears throat>
0: Uh, That depends on what you define as far, and how you travel there. It's far, but not in the way you may be thinking.
3: Do you ever get lonely out here? Very often. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. I've gotten used to it.
0: And besides, I have. This, to keep me company. As he sort of gestures at all of the half-finished projects around. And as you look around, the light being filled with this uh, topple, this compass-like thing, you look down at the half-buried things in the sand. And Theseus, you spy, half-buried, in the ocean floor and base of the skull. A shield, crimson in color, refracting the light of the topple, just as you'd seen in your dream. And that's where we'll end our
1: Oh, no! Gosh. Well, I wasn't expecting to find that here.
0: <laughs> okay, I gotta go. We're, thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We will catch you next week. We love on pgd d Goodbye. Okay. Bye.
1: Hey, do you love everything PG D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for consistent updates. We're also on Patreon.com for only two bucks a month. You can also get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Thanks as always, and we'll catch you next week on PG D&D.